Welcome back to another edition of the Educational AD Podcast, brought to you by Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of the technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank our other great FIAAA sponsors, starting with our two diamond sponsors, including Varsity Brands, featuring BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herth Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. Our other diamond sponsor is Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing helps thousands of schools across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, families, and fans. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank our platinum sponsors, including Gipper, sports graphics made incredibly simple. Vital Signs, Bring student achievements to life. Camp Mobile, where leaders communicate better. Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. And Booster Digital Displays, revolutionize your game day experience. Thanks to all of our great FIAAA sponsors. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast brought to you by Violet Defense. Uh, we're going pro today as we uh, visit with Rex Deverice. He's a longtime athletic director here in the state of Florida, but he recently took a brand new position in uh, community relations and youth football with the Cleveland Browns. Rex, welcome to the podcast. Jake, thank you so much. I'm excited to be uh, here and excited to, to spend some time with you today. Thank you. Well, we were talking a little bit before we came on. Certainly, it's an exciting time for you making the big move from, uh, you know, the Tampa St. Pete area up to Cleveland and, uh, you know, going to work for an NFL uh, franchise. So let's just jump right into it. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school, um, you know, sports background and, and how that led you to uh, a position in athletics and, and also, you know, your position with Cleveland. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I'm originally from uh, Naples, Florida, born and raised in Naples, Florida, um, two hours away from Tampa. Um, then I, I got my um, un basically was raised there for about 17 years. Then I got my um, undergrad at uh, Liberty University, went to Liberty mm -hmm. University, graduated with my undergrad in interdisciplinary studies and in a, in a sports management minor. Um, from there, you know, I, I decided that, you know, I was wondering, okay, what, what can I possibly do? You know, uh, my family comes, my dad's, a, my dad's a pastor and my mom, and my mom's the first lady at our church. 
Uh, my sisters and all my, I have five sisters. I'm the only boy. They're all in the medical field. So um, when I, when I was going through school, I wanted to get in the medical field. That was my number one goal. Right. Um, I played, I played sports in high school. I, I played football. I played, I played a little bit of basketball and I, I ran track and field. Um, but I, but going into college, I, I decided to stay closer to my mom because she had, uh, she was fighting cancer. She had a cancer called multiple myeloma. So she was fighting that um, all while I was finishing my, my senior year in, in high school. So I decided to just go and go to college and, and pursue my dreams in, in terms of getting into the, the athletic sector. Um, after, so when I, while I was at Liberty, uh, my main goal was to be a, into get into like strength and conditioning and sports performance. Um, so I decided, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to pursue that and pursue it all the way through. Right. Um, then I got an opportunity to work at uh, Syracuse University, uh, worked at Syracuse University in their sports performance and their strength and conditioning side for about about close to a year uh, was there and um, and was there for you know a short period of time. Learned a lot. Um, Dino Babers was the coach at the time, and oh, yeah. um, learned a lot. And uh, and it, it gave me an opportunity to grow. Um, from there, you know, I built solid relationships while I was in college, and um, I got an opportunity to to work uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And with the Buccaneers, I worked in their um, in their community relations department in their street team. So basically, with with that, we worked in uh, we worked a lot of different like holistic events. So we did a lot of, you know, community events, um, player events, um, did a lot of game day activation stuff right before the games, um, just to get the community involved um, and learn more about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I did that for a little bit and um, dibble dabbled with that all while, you know, cause it was, it was a part-time position while in Tampa, but I also got a lot of like coaching experience there. So I got an opportunity to coach high school football, uh, varsity football at, at Gator High School uh, for a short period of time. and. Um, had a had met you know some, some great people. Um, Titus O'Neill uh, was was a big factor into my my growth and my development um, in the Tampa Bay area. He gave me an opportunity, connected me with like the Jason Stokes and and, uh, and uh, with Gaither High School. So I worked at the high school all while all while um, working with the Buccaneers for about about two years, right? Two years. And um, I decided I said, hey, you know, I definitely want to kind of expand my brand. You know, I met a lot of people grew in the athletic space and the athletic sector and definitely like, you know, developed, you know, the skills that I needed to. So then, you know, I decided, I said, you know what, I wanted to get that leadership experience. So I decided to, to pursue athletics and, and, and I got a great opportunity to become the director of athletics at uh, Bishop McLaughlin Catholic High School. Um, I was the AD there for about, about two, two and a half years um, before I got there. It's a small private school in Spring Hill. Uh, it, it was, it was, you know, historically only had one winning season in athletics and, um, but it was an opportunity, an opportunity for me to thrive, an opportunity for me to, to take my talents to the next level. Um, once I got to Bishop, uh, my, you know, my first year there, you know, it was, it was a, it was a learning lesson, right? As, as a new AD coming in, learn the lay of the land, you got to evaluate, right? You got to see, you know, what the student athletes want and, the, and, and what the um, constituents want in, in that, in that space. And that's exactly what I did. So um, my second year, I made made a lot of changes. Uh, made hired uh, Kenny Stills, um, hired uh, Derek Sharp in basketball, hired Casey White in soccer. So um, Kenny Kenny played in the NFL. Um, his son Kenny Stills played for the Houston Texans. Derek Sharp played professionally. He played for uh, he played in in Israel, and he also was a star at USF. And then Casey White was a, a national uh, uh, U.S. national team member. Um, um, from, you know, from the U.S. national team. So all three of them, great hires, but 
bought into my vision, my vision to have a professional setting in the, in the high school sector um, and, and grow that program. And, and that's what we did. Uh, we went to a state championship as an independent in football. We went to a state championship in, um, in, in boys basketball, um, in volleyball, we went to the state final four. So we had a lot, I had a lot of success in a short period of time there and, um, and, and, and was excited. Um, but I, I definitely wanted the, the next challenge, right? The, the, the challenge to grow, the challenge to develop. And, and um, that's what I did. Um, I got an opportunity with a, a great uh, leader, Daryl uh, Taylor, who gave me an opportunity to come up to Cleveland and, and um, buy into his vision, his vision to, to, to expand youth football in the, in the Cleveland area. And, um, and now I'm here. Um, I'm here in, in Cleveland and, and aligning with the vision of, of what the Browns wants us, want us to do and, and, and to grow the youth football program here. So I'm excited about it. Wow, what a, uh, what a great story and, and kind of a yeah. whirlwind too. But uh, um, I, I think you hit on a couple of key things. You know, you had a lot of stops, but you've made some connections, you've built relationships. And then uh, your time at Bishop McLaughlin, uh, you certainly, you know, hit on one of the key aspects for any AD is, is hiring good people. And the results uh, are, you know, speak for themselves, you know, tremendously successful programs uh, in just a short period of time. So it's got to be exciting. Thank you. Um, Rex, one of the things that uh, we ask our ADs uh, in our profession, uh, we always talk about the importance of uh, leadership and particularly mentorship. So I'm curious, uh, who were some of your mentors uh, growing up, either, you know, coaches or maybe family members or maybe people that you've worked with or or worked for. The expression I always use is, I still hear those voices in my head uh, when I'm talking to a, a kid or a coach or a parent. So do you have any voices that you still hear? Oh yeah, of course. Um, um, first, it starts with my family. Um, all my, I'm very, very close with my family and, and uh, my sisters and my, my mom and dad. So we're very a tight knit group. So their voices I hear all the time, right? And then um, my, my, one of my main mentors is my cousin. Uh, his name is Moses Plancher. Uh, he played uh, football at USF um, when they got to number two in the country. So he's been, you know, a big, you know, ear in mind in terms of family wise. Professionally, um, you know, it starts with, you know, the person who gave me an opportunity. Uh, Titus O'Neill gave me my first opportunity to get into coaching. Um, then, you know, I coached with a Derek Brooks. Um, so role models and seeing those uh, men in, in, in the space and the industry, um, especially in our area, was, was definitely big for me. Um, and then, you know, had a lot of mentors, you know, throughout the community when I was at, you know, Bishop, you know, um, Chris Nako, the sheriff of Pasco County, um, he was he was a big a cog and, and a lot of a lot of different ADs that, I, that I've been following so far and, 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 and seeing what they're doing. But, you know, those oh, and, and Larry King, uh, Larry King Jr. He was one of the, uh, one, one of those guys when I was, you know, in, in my transition phase who, who had my ear. So, you know, a lot of a lot of guys who who impacted my life in, in many different ways. Yeah. Again, it's always great to hear about the people that have touched your lives. Uh, you know, it's a great reminder that none of us got here on our own. Rex, you've had a chance to uh, see some different programs, you know, at the Division I level, uh, the professional level, and even the, your own program that you built at Bishop McLaughlin. Uh, and so my next question uh, asks about best practices. Um, what are some uh, organizational things uh, or personnel things that you've seen in your time and your stops that really stick out for you. Uh, maybe even brag a little bit about uh, an initiative you might have brought to Bishop McLaughlin 
what, what's some of those best practices that you look at and you say, boy, you know, this is really, really good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I tell a lot of people, you know, when you come into a, to an organization, it's, it's first, you know, uh, you were having a vision, right? You know, having a vision for your programs and then and being innovative, right? So I came in with with fresh ideas and innovation. And my focus was the student athlete experience. That was my biggest thing is, you know, a lot of times when you we get into ath athletics, um, we get into it for, for different reasons, right? But my main focus was how can I get the students to, to buy into the culture that I'm trying to, that I'm trying to do as, as an AD? And, and that's, what, that's what we did. So we created some excitement with, with hiring. We, we implemented a lot of different, um, different themes for, like, for our games, um, for our sporting events. Like for instance, we, we had um, food trucks at our baseball games, right? Um, we, we never had that before. We were able to, you know, um, during our fall banquet, my first year, um, we had um, Mike Ditka talk to, to talk to our student athletes. We also had Bill Curry talk to our student athletes. So trying to you know really build that excitement, but but get you know connect with the student athletes was was important to me and 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 getting that excitement. So I tell a lot of people coming in and um, you know be innovative, you know connect with your student athletes, see what they like to do, and then from there you know um, and build your and build your program. So I I did a lot of different things, but um, innovation was was the key. Oh, great, great stuff. Uh, I love the theme ideas too. Uh, for our listeners, we're visiting with Rex Deveris, um, formerly the athletic director at Bishop McLaughlin in the Tampa area, and just recently uh, a new employee of the Cleveland Browns in their community relations youth football program. We're going to continue our interview, but uh, we want to hear first from our podcast sponsor, Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We're back with our interview featuring Rex Deveris, uh, formerly the athletic director at Bishop McLaughlin and newly hired with the Cleveland Browns. Rex, we just got through uh, a year here in Florida and in the country of having to deal with uh, the effects of COVID and the safety protocols. And in Florida, you know, it looks like we may be gradually moving back to normal. Um, have you noticed, have you been in Cleveland long enough to notice, uh, you know, any differences from Florida or anything specific that uh, the Browns might be doing at their facility? Um, it's It's been a short period of time. Um, I've been in Cleveland now. Uh, the biggest thing in Florida, we were open, right? Um, the governor kind of gave us the, the green light in Florida. In Ohio, you know, I've noticed, you know, just some little things we still have to wear, you know, have to wear a mask and uh, it's still kind of, you know, they're still transitioning to, to where, where we were fully, you know, they're, they're there now, but they're still like the, the, the slow progression. But um, that's the biggest thing. Um, everything is now, it's, it's the same. Um, now we're, we're still working at First Energy Stadium. So 
they told me, you know, we're going to go back to our Berea location. So um, right now we're just kind of like just adjusting, but overall it's, it's been the same, you know, it's, it's been the same for us and um, yeah. Well, we, we hope, you know, for you and the organization and the players that, uh, you know, no positive tests and uh, everybody's got a full roster this fall. For sure. For sure. I'm, um, you know, I, I did get the, you know, I did get the vaccine. So, you know, I'm vaccinated and, um, you know, just, you know, having that and, and now, you know, feeling that sense of normalcy is, is important, especially in our area. No, abs- absolutely. You know, I got both my doses uh, about a month ago and uh, I just, it's something that you need to do to be a responsible citizen. Exactly. Um, Rex, next question we've been asking our athletic directors um, for our listeners. We're recording this on July 1st. So uh, we're right on the uh, one year anniversary of, uh, you know, the podcast. Um, Rex, this next question has to do with um, social awareness or social justice, if you will. And my question to athletic directors has been this. What are some things that we can do in our position to do a better job of, of being socially aware of, of servicing, you know, everyone in our, you know, community? Uh, what's your take on that? Um, that's that's a subject very dear to my heart, uh, especially you know me being a, you know an African American, um, a young African American um, AD, you know, former AD, and you know I, I tell a lot of you know different people you just got to have a listening ear, right? Understanding you know what's going on in our world. Uh, you know, it's a very it's a very sensitive topic, but you know at the end of the day, um, you know we got to be able to be the the, the pioneers of of, fu- of the future and, and and change in the future. And and I definitely think you know ha- and listening, being able to listen to what's going on here here hear it out, hear uh, the sensitive topics that that are going on. But you know try to you know implement you know and empathize with with everybody you know. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. And for me as a, as an African American, continue striving for for greatness. At, you know, so to say and. And so, you know, the young people can see that and in, in, in our future could so we can have a better future. So it starts with, you know, us, you know, people like me to continue that, you know, that strand of accountability and, 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 and leadership um, so we can be the pioneers for our future generation. So, you know, empathize, emphasize, empathizing with um, with our peers and, and listening to our peers is important, but also for me, um, continue doing what I'm doing. So the next generation can um, so I could steer path for the next generation. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, again, you're going to have an opportunity to do that on a broader level, you know, community rather than just, you know, focusing on one school. Um, We'll lighten things up here a little bit. Um, I always ask the athletic directors, you know, what's your favorite part of the job? And so, you know, you can maybe approach this from, you know, what got you excited about going to work each day at Bishop McLaughlin or, or even both. Uh, what are you excited about uh, with your new position with the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, no. Um, so as an AD, what, it, what what excites me about every every position I take is the impact I can make on um, on each individual's lives. Right. Like that's something for me that's very, very dear to my heart and very important. So I like to make an, an, an impact. That's just I love to do that. So that's that's big for me. Um as an AD, though, but, you know, you spend a lot of hours, right? <laughs> like, you spend a lot of hours, you know, working and especially being at a small school, trying to build up the school, right? You're, you're, 
you're working from, you know, I came in sometimes at 6 a.m., wouldn't leave till 11 p.m. So, you know, you're working a lot of different hours and, and having to be at different events with different sports is could definitely stretch you a little thin. You know, that's one thing that, you know, I don't miss a little bit, um, but, um, but it, it's, it's the part, it's part of the job, right? I, I definitely enjoy that aspect of it. Um, but with in, in the professional level, we're able to be just a little bit more flexible um, with, with, with some time. And and I think, you know, going into it, you know, because I was building a, a, a product. Right. So, you know, I had to spend a lot more time in, in terms of, you know, in the building, out the building. Um, and um, I, that's one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying getting a little bit of rest now and not really rest, but, you know, a little bit of flexibility now. But uh, but yeah, so definitely um, the pros is just the impact you can make on people's life. And, and even in youth football and community relations, we do the same thing, you know, and, and it's just making an impact. And then as an AD, it's, it's senior student athletes, like the smiles on their faces that when they get a chance to, to graduate, right. When you see your student athletes walk across the straights, walk across the stage, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's very, it's very, it feels very good. So, you know, having those aspects and seeing our, our student athletes successful as an AD, made my job the best and, and making a difference and an impact in their lives was, was enjoyable for me. Oh, you know, great stuff. Okay. Well, Rex, this has been cool uh, chatting with you, getting to know you a little bit, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, awesome. We always like to wrap up with what we call the new athletic director's toolbox. Now you're certainly uh, an, an experienced AD, a successful AD, but I'm going to challenge you right now to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Rex Deverice's athletic director toolbox? Wow. Uh, good question. Now, that's a good one. Um, the first one, I think the first thing for any new athletic director is, is really, truly understanding the position. Um, and when I say understanding the position is, you know, knowing, knowing what you're getting into. So in your toolbox, having, you know, the background of what organization that you, you, you want to come in. That's, that's, that's the number one thing is, is having that found your foundation, your vision, and, and where do you want to see your program going and a little bit about the program. That's the number one thing. The number two thing is, I believe it starts with, you know, having a good base of, coaches, right? Um, you know, having, you know, being able to bring people around you that are going to be able to make an impact in your organization, because as an AD, you're, you're seeing the big, you know, scope of, of the athletic department. So in order for you to get out and do what you got to do, you know, you got to be able to hire great coaches. So having a, a network of, of really good coaches that, you know, because you, you're either the coaches that are in place or the new coaches that you got to bring in, I think that's, that's an, an, an important piece too. And then I think number three uh, toolkit is um, having a, a good relationship with your student athletes, your staff, um, you know, your, your, your community. Um, I think that's important, you know, because it gives you a sense of confidence. So being able to go into a, an organization and having those, those type of relationships um, definitely help you. So really, you know, having all three of those aspects in, in your position, especially being brand new, 
I definitely think it can make your transition a lot smoother. So, you know, to, to recap, you know, what I said, right. The first thing is, is having that foundation. All right. Um, and knowing your organization. The second thing is getting good coaches, right. Hiring the right people so you can have the flexibility you need. And the third thing is, is, is having a relationship with the community and, and your student athletes and staff. And I think those are the three things that if you're a new AD and you can, you can hit on those three things, you'll, you'll definitely thrive. Uh, Great, great advice. I'm sure you noticed me scribbling all those uh, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All three of those uh, appear in our toolbox top 20. So, uh, so well oh, awesome. done. Okay. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. I, I hit the top 20. I didn't even know. Okay. Yeah. Well, Rex, uh, if one of our listeners wanted to uh, reach out and pick your brain, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Yeah, no, they can reach out to me uh, via email. Um, they can reach out to my personal email. It's rex.deverys at gmail.com. Okay. Rex.deverice at gmail.com. I'd love to, you know, give my information and my feedback to, to anybody that, you know, that needs it and uh, any new ADs or any current ADs who, who need innovative ideas or, or different thoughts. I'm definitely open to it. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and spell that Deverice out. It's uh, okay. D-E-S-V-A-R-I-S-T-E-S. Did I get that right? Correct. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, Rex, all the best uh, moving forward. I'm, uh, I, I've been a Steelers fan since I was a kid, so uh, yeah. it's going to be tough for me to root for Cleveland uh, unless they're not playing uh, the Steelers there. But uh, yeah. certainly all the best to you moving forward. No, thank you so much. And um, I'm sorry that you're, you're a Steelers fan. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was in Pittsburgh last week. And uh, like, but, but yeah, last week I was in Pittsburgh, one of my best friends is the assistant strength coach. And it was kind of like that same type of awkward awkwardness, but it's okay. You can be a Steelers fan, Jake. Uh, I appreciate you. And uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I, are definitely our pleasure. For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are being uploaded to the FIAAA Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Thanks for listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD.